Hello and welcome to the Sex Within Marriage Podcast. My name is JD and I blog over at uncoveringintimacy.com. And here we are with another installment of our anonymous questions from our Have a Question page. Uh, Thanks to all supporters who weighed in on these questions in our private forum. And if you'd like to see the questions as they come in and join the discussion rather than wait a month or two to see them, uh, consider supporting this ministry and you'll get access to them as soon as they come in. And actually, we just hit our next support goal, which means that we're going to try to ramp up two weekly podcast episodes. I know a lot of you have been asking for more of them, so you finally got your wish. And uh, it's going to take some adjustment on IM, but that's the goal to get a podcast out every week. Um, Now, with that said, let's just dig into the questions from March. First question is, is fingering and penetration of a finger in the vagina through close fornication? Yes, any sexual act between unmarried people is fornication. I'm not sure what else to say about that. There wasn't much else to the question. I think a lot of times uh, before you're married, you make a lot of rationalizations for what is and isn't sex. You know, uh, we hear people saying, oh, well, we don't have sex, but we have oral sex. Well, that's that's still sex. Uh, other people, they'll have anal sex in order to save their virginity. I'm sorry, you're not saving anything. Basically, you're fooling yourself. Um, Any sexual act between unmarried people is fornication. That's it. Plain and simple. And it's likely to harm you in the long run. So that's why we're told not to do it. Uh, I could dig into that more, but that would turn into its whole own podcast. And uh, maybe I will do that at some point. Uh, Question two asks, we are an older couple and after a major operation, I now have ED problems. So after much thought and talks with my wife, we're thinking about living out one of my wife's fantasies of having sex with multiple well-endowed men at once. Is this wrong of us? And if we do this, how should we go about it? Uh, So first off, adultery is adultery. So yes, it's wrong. It always has been, always will be. Even if you have permission, it's wrong. I have a post on that that I'll link to in the show notes. And yes, threesomes and more sums are wrong as well, which I have a post on that that I'll link to as well. You know, sex is designed to be shared with a loving, monogamous couple that who have chosen to be together for life and anything out of that is going to damage you and your relationships, both your current and your future ones and your relationship with God. Now, my guess based on a couple of other details that I didn't post, um, is that this is probably coming from, uh, porn use. And I believe that's probably what's driving this desire mixed with trying to deal with grieving the ED issues in your marriage. So I'd say stop watching porn, learn other ways to pleasure each other. ED is not a death sentence for your sex life. And then focus on your relationship rather than on other people. All right, question three is, weekend nights my husband usually drinks, not enough to lose control, but enough to make him very slow. So if he wants to get intimate with me, I already know the routine. It takes me a while to get him ready. Then he falls asleep on top of me. It upsets me since we don't get much during the week. I'm always satisfying myself. I feel terrible to say anything, but I feel used. It's all about him, and that's it. I love him so much, but I don't want to hurt his feelings. It feels terrible that we he can't finish without taking a nap in between. All right, so now admittedly, I'm a bit biased here. You know, I don't drink for a few reasons. Uh, 
First Peter 5, verses 8 to 9, tell us that Christians are to be sober-minded. You know, Secondly, alcohol is bad for your health. And all the toted benefits of a glass of wine can also be achieved with a glass of grape juice, but without all the negative side effects. And also, frankly, we have five kids and two adults living off of one income, and alcohol is not something we're spending on for us. So uh, my reasons are, are financial, health, and religious. Um, all that to say, I'm not saying that you need to stop drinking. I'm just saying that my views are, are definitely going to be biased. So keep my views in mind while I answer this because that's the context I'm working from. Of course, you decide for yourself what your convictions are and live according to them. But irregardless of my reasons, though, I think it's perfectly acceptable for you to say something along the lines of, you know, I love having sex with you. I think you like having sex with me. I also believe you want sex to be good for both of us. And when you drink, it isn't. And it makes me feel used rather than a part of a loving experience. You know, could we try limiting the alcohol on the weekend and see if that improves things? And yeah, that might hurt his feelings, but he's hurting yours now without knowing it. And I don't think that's fair to him or to you. You know, he deserves to know what his the results of his actions are yielding. And keeping that from him is not being kind. Uh, I know you're trying to be, but that's not the way to do it. All right. Question number four is, hi, Jay. My husband's penis keeps falling out during sex. I can tell he's frustrated by this. Do you have any advice? We are newly married. So yeah, uh, a few things. First off, you're newly married. It can take a while to sort of figure things out. So be patient there. Keep practicing. Have fun. Uh, Secondly, if either of you or both of you are overweight, this can cause some additional difficulties. Fat in the abdomen in men in particular hides a lot of penis length. Fat in women in the same area means things like standard missionary position become more difficult to get that same depth of penetration, which may lead to him falling out. And that leads me to thought number three, which is to check out Christian-friendly sex positions. Uh, They have a card deck that shows over 220 positions and they've got them all tagged as well um you can search for positions for those who are overweight or less endowed or allow for deeper penetration all of which might help i'll link to uh all those in the show notes and we don't have a lot of details here in the question so i'm sort of throwing out a bunch of possibilities Lastly, it might just be that he's pulling out too far while he's thrusting in and out. Uh, maybe have him try more of a shallow thrust. Uh, that might also cause him to grind against you more, which you might enjoy. Question number five is, my wife doesn't ever want to make herself look nice for me. She looks nice going to work, but never when we are together. On the weekends, we go out for dinner or something like a date before COVID, and I will look as nice as I can. She puts on baggy clothes or leggings and won't put on makeup or do her hair. It makes me think that she doesn't want me to think that she's attractive or that I don't mean enough to look to her to look nice. Any ideas? Um, so two options I can think of. Uh, the first is, and anybody who's been listening for a while can probably guess, I'm going to say, talk about it. Have a conversation with her about how it makes you feel amazing when she dresses up for you. Um, that it makes you you feel like you're worth the effort. The idea is to talk about the positive. Don't attack her. Don't accuse her. Don't uh, go after her and say, you know, it makes me feel bad when you don't. Uh, if you talk about the positive and compliment her on it, she's 
I think she's probably more likely to actually do that. Secondly, uh, you could try telling her you're taking her somewhere nice and then take her somewhere nice. You know, find a place with a dress code or where she'd stand out like a sore thumb if she dresses down, but warn her in advance that she needs to dress up for this place. Don't embarrass her by tricking her. I mean, my wife probably isn't going to dress up if we're going to whatever the local burger bar is. Um, but if I take her out to a nice restaurant, uh, she's probably going to spend a while digging through her clothes trying to find something appropriate. Lastly, it's also possible that maybe she doesn't actually like getting all dressed up and she has to do it for work, uh, but that's work. And then she gets home and she's with you and she feels comfortable and safe and secure in who she is without having all that other stuff. So it may be that while you think that she's not putting an effort into you, looking nice for you from her perspective it might be that she she is safe with you and that's not a bad thing that doesn't mean you still can't have a conversation about it but reframing it that way uh, might help you understand and might make you a little less uh, agitated when you have that discussion and that's it for today uh weren't too many questions uh if you disagree with my answers or have some thoughts that you'd like to add feel free to comment on the blog. Uh, there's a link to it in the show notes, as always. Uh, secondly, if you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to it, because reviews are what help others know we're worth listening to. And frankly, the more listeners that we have, the more is likely that we're going to invest more time into our podcast. Uh, other than that, April's questions will be coming soon, so stay tuned. And as always, if you have a question of your own, you can email me at j at uncoveringintimacy.com or you can ask it anonymously on our Have a Question page. Links to those in the show notes too. That's it for now. See ya. See ya.